welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium-ish. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we talk all things paranormal, go on the occasional investigation, and receive messages from spirit and our spirit guides along the way. This is Ghosties. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Are we recording on something different? Uh, I think they changed like the the uh, icon for the app. Okay, because it says Spotify for podcasters and not Anchor. Yeah, Spotify bought out Anchor a while back. I think they're just transitioning. Ew. Shows how much I know. Well, welcome everyone to the Ghosties podcast. Welcome. <laughs> How's it going? It's going. I don't sound so terrible right now, which is good. Nice. I'm hopeful. I've been chugging my lemon ginger honey. You guys, Mike had um, a scratchy throat the other day, and I was just looking at him like, our kids are not sick. What are you doing bringing this into our home? Like, whatever this is, I do not consent. Right. <laughs> so he was like, I think I need you to make me some tea. And he, listen, he, he knows that lemon ginger honey works. So like, I was like, I got you. So he took that for like two days and he's fine. Good. Me, yesterday I'm like, um, is that a scratchy throat? Is that what I'm feeling here? Is that what's going on? And then yes, this morning I was like, oh, that's real dry. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So I've been drinking my, the leftover mixture that I have of the honey. And I think I'm getting better. So I swear by that in case you guys are into natural remedies. Yes. That really helped me a lot when I was January. Uh, of course, Logan's looking for me. <laughs> Logan, come here. My messages that I sent you. Sorry. We're just, we're having a private conversation on the podcast where that the kids are not napping yet, but they should be fine. Logan, I'm right here. Come on. Right here. Do you have sessions today? What's going on with your day? I am all done with my sessions today. I had this morning all day. Oh my God. He just knocked all my books off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's going to be a day. Continue. Yeah. Just had two sessions. Um, Both of them were wonderful. Enjoyed myself. And since then, I've just been cleaning up the house and doing errands and getting ready for the week ahead. (laughs) Oh, girl, yes. Mm -hmm. I feel like the weekend is just a struggle to, like, prepare. It's not even, like, enjoyable anymore. It's, like, just doing all the things you couldn't do during the week that have to be done before the, the following week. Yes. Yes. I've, tr- I've been trying to be better about delegating my time and not trying to do everything by myself. Basically, I find myself getting a little not irritated, but, you know, just when you feel yeah. like down, you know. <laughs> yes, I feel that. Yes. So I just need to be better about using my voice and asking for help so I don't feel <laughs> asking for help. Ugh, I'd rather die. <laughs> Girl, you know my struggle with asking for anything. Ugh, I feel. I like told that. you about that mm-hmm. at the um at Logan's doctor's appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you guys, I had to take Logan for his hip hip checkup to see how it was doing, and um, he like I didn't bring the diaper bag because I had taken both of them to daycare, left like 
you know, there's diapers there. So I didn't bring a diaper bag with me. I never do anymore. And we get into the doctor's office and he leaks through. Like they're like, okay, strip him down to just his diaper. The doctor will be in a little bit. I'm he's sitting on me and all of a sudden he leaks through his diaper. This does not happen. I mean, was it was in the matter of like an hour. And I'm like, oh my God, I have no diapers. This is not like a normal pediatrician office. It is like a specialist, like for broken bones and things. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there like sweating I walked you know they close you in the office so I like I walked to the door to open it like at least five times and turned around and sat back down like I'm not gonna ask I'm gonna ask I'm not gonna ask and finally (laughs) I did it I did it (laughs) and I'm so proud of myself but I would rather just have had his pee all over me than have to ask for a diaper (laughs) (laughs) my anxiety She messaged me while she was in there and she was like, I know that Logan must be thinking like, what the heck are you doing, mom? Because I keep getting up, getting back down. Oh my God. He was following me like (laughs) from the chair to the door, the chair to the door. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I was like, why don't you just peek out and ask? And she was like, I would rather die. (laughs) I seriously, like, I don't know why it's the most like embarrassing thing. First off, I felt terrible because I'm like, I have my two-year-old and no diaper. And then they're just going to think I'm the worst mom. And second, it's, it was just, I don't know, my anxiety. But we did it. And we got through it. It was a whole thing. A whole thing. <laughs> this is really random and off topic, but have you heard the buzz about uh, And Just Like That for season two? No, I have heard nothing. <gasps> Aiden comes back. Okay, I saw that. That's the only thing. Yes, Aiden comes back, y'all. What? I don't know if I ever asked you, but who did you like better in Sex in the City? Did you like Big better or Aiden? Okay, see, that's a whole like, that's a whole dissection that I don't know we have time for. But I, I like, I don't know. I really did love Aiden. I didn't like the new Aiden because he was all. I mean, obviously, he was all like bitter because she had cheated on him, you know. And for a while, he was just kind of a jerk. Yeah. But I just, I loved Aiden because he was just good to her but I don't think he was exciting enough for her he the more that I watch it back it's interesting the more that I watch it back some like red flags pop out about Aiden for me like he kept trying to change her through right you know like I don't like a girl that smokes so naturally you know Carrie who was a big smoker had to stop smoking um mm-hmm. you know, like that was probably the best for her but he kind of shamed her about it almost. Um, right. I can't date, date a smoker. It's a deal breaker. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, like he wanted a booth B. You, you know, those of y'all who have watched Sex in the City, you remember when she was like, I'm your booth B. Uh-huh. <laughs> he wanted. So, like, I'll be right here because I'm the booth B. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he wanted somebody basically that was going to be like right there, be his little like, you know, he wanted somebody that loved the country and was like Susie Homemaker with his extra house in Suffren. <laughs> Not Suffren. I'll take an extra large fry and a cosmopolitan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, what? And a, a strawberry shake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kills me. But I'm excited. Yeah. I. I don't know. I was a little bit toxic back then, so I loved Big, but I don't know. Looking back now as an adult, it's different. Yeah, I just I, I have an appreciation for Big now. Um, 
I, that I definitely didn't then. But at the same time, I didn't love the first season of And Just Like That. I mean, Me either. I don't know. I think it like I. Some of the storyline was okay. Some was not. And I just watched it because I felt like I I was missing that Sex in the City part of my life, you know, like the the series. Yeah. But I'm going to watch it. Um, but after the first movie, I feel like they just should have, like, like, let's leave it alone. Yes. Put the shovel down and walk away. <laughs> the second movie was such a stretch. Like, it, it really was. And now this whole everything in the new series is like, oh, it's just... It's hard to watch, but I'm going to do it because I am going to be true to my Sex in the City heart. So, <laughs> yeah. it's interesting too. Like, if you remember, like in the movie, remember how Samantha like completely like just gets Carrie's life back together after what happens. Mm-hmm. Anytime I watch that movie now, and I think about and just like that, there's no way that Samantha would have just walked away because of some sort of disagreement about money or her job. That wasn't her bag, you know? Right. So yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. Like how else would they have written it though? I guess I, know. I don't want to kill the person off, you know, necessarily that's awful. Even though they did that <clears throat> to somebody else. Anyways. Mm, Peloton. Hmm. <laughs> hey y'all it's christina from the ghosties podcast and i get this question all the time how can i book a session with you head on over to christinathemedium.com i offer meet your spirit guide sessions spirit chat phone calls with yours truly distance Reiki by proxy sessions, as well as Reiki certification classes. If you've been thinking for a while now about jumpstarting your spiritual awakening and healing journey, definitely check out christinathemedium.com or find me on my TikTok channel at Christina the Medium and click on my link tree to book a session. Looking forward to working with each of you. Love y'all. Oh, hello. That was perfect. <laughs> I was able to go put Logan down and here I am. Perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are we doing? We are doing ghost share today. Yes. I'm excited. I finally was able to get some stories. Um so and some some different ones. Um so we're just going to jump right into it. I'm going to say, I think I'm going to save the best one that I think for last. So cool. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. I'm going to start with one that mentions a demon just because I'm going to go ahead and get this one out of the way. I know we have, you know, people have different views on demons being real or not, but I'm going to share this one anyways and see um, what you think. Cool. <clears throat> this is from Judy. She says, I've had ghosts around me most of my life, but I had a, an encounter with a demon. This was back when my kids were small. We had just, mm, why is this thing in, oh my gosh, stop it. There's something on my word screen in the way of this word. I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry about that. We had just moved into a cottage. My oldest daughter had the back room, which was quite small. To get to her room, you had to go through the kitchen and pass the stairs to her room. The stairs went down to a half basement of dirt that was never finished. 
She started telling me about really strange scraping noises and footsteps going up and down the stairs or an unearthly growling. Mm. That gave me the chills. Ugh. Mm-hmm. We didn't think a whole lot about it at the time. However, it stepped up its game when they started to re-roof. Go figure. Start uh-huh. doing renovations on a house or anything, and here we go. Mm-hmm. I was giving my second kid a bath one night, and she just quit breathing. I panicked, of course, and called 911. I got her breathing by the time the paramedics came. But while they were there, she stopped breathing again. Again, we got her breathing, and the whole time I felt really, it felt really off balance in the air, an evil way, and it's hard to explain the feeling. Once she was out of the house, she was fine. It escalated to things being thrown or moved, noises that were frightening, and we packed up to move. I went downstairs to get a picture frame that was done a long time ago. I'm having a hard time breathing. I don't know if you can hear that. I'm sorry. Oh, when I stepped on the last step, I turned and literally in the wall of dirt was an unholy entity coming straight for me. Oh, I screamed and was up the stairs and out the door. I only went back in with the cross. Um, She said some things um, like in the name of Jesus. You can't follow me, blah, blah, blah. Just and I never went in again. It screamed at me, but it didn't come any closer. It went back into the wall, and I slammed the door, not looking back. I left my piece of art there. To this day, it's been 30-plus years, and it still terrifies me to think about it. I'll take a ghost any day over that nightmare. I couldn't even drive by and not feel fearful. Nobody ever lived there again, and about a month later, it burned to the ground. Oh, my God. Mm Mm-hmm. That, it would be interesting to see what her disturbance it was like what it looked like right it's given me like some sort of like low-level earth entity type of vibe like some sort of like low-level fey type of vibe to it right and maybe people that aren't as what am I trying to say I can't think of my words right now um into right Mm -hmm. this you know um that are open to the idea of ghosts but don't really know like the different kinds of entities would maybe automatically think it would be something like a demon because that's what we you know grew up hearing right Mm -hmm. so I will have to message her and see um and see her if she has a description or if she can you know tell me what it looked like that'd be interesting yeah some of like the lower level fey and like earth entities that I've seen that can be like the closest thing that I I can liken to demons they have like this now y'all don't come for me (laughs) Have like <laughs> slash like dragon type of face, and it they all almost look like feathery. Almost, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but they definitely have kind of like a lizardish type of face to them. Okay, interesting. Good story. Yeah, I'm having trouble catching a breath, so I'm going to stand up. Um, yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay, um, let's go to, I can't even collect my thoughts now. Ooh, all right, the lights on the incense or something. All right, this is another Judy, but this is Judy R. This is a very short one, and I thought it was, I don't know, kind of a bittersweet <clears throat> little visit, if you will. Yeah. She says um, she was born into 
an abusive situation and she married into one as well. My saving grace was a horse that I had for over 30 years. When he died, I went into a terrible depression. Three years later, I am better and decided to get another horse. I'm at the barn fixing it up for the new horse and I get a really weird feeling. Gosh, I'm getting so many goosebumps and this isn't even like a scary story. (laughs) I slowly turn around and behind me is my old horse. He has a halo of a beautiful red gold color. It has energy like to it like a 4th of July sparker and the image is there for a good 30 seconds. I can't believe my eyes. In a blink of an eye, it's gone and I almost passed out. For weeks, I was not myself because I just couldn't understand what happened. And she was asking for thoughts and comments. Ooh, that feels like, I mean, it feels like her fur baby basically peeked through the dimensions to let her right. know that she isn't, you know, gone for forever. Um, I've heard that a lot from clients. Um, you know, they'll tell me that they have a fur baby or, you know, an animal that they've loved, you know, like a soulmate almost eventually after their passing peek in again and either let them hear them in the house or they see a vision of them. Um, so it sounds like our fur baby was just letting her know that she was okay and that she's waiting. No, I thought that was sweet. That's precious. No. Ugh. Okay. Um, here's another one. And this person asked, <clears throat> he wanted to remain anonymous. Sure. He said, my parents' house was haunted when I was a child and I could feel it. I knew something wasn't right, even at the age of seven or so. My brother's bedroom and mine were on the edge of the house where there's a high metal gate to enter that end of the backyard. Every night in the very earlys of the m- early hours of the morning, we would both hear it open and then slam, and it was really loud. Eventually, we told our dad about it, um, and he thought we were just being silly, but he said he would fix it by putting a padlock on it, which he did. That night going to bed, my brother said sweet dreams, and off we went looking forward to a peaceful sleep. At 2.50, I heard the gate again, and I thought maybe Dad hadn't actually put the padlock on it, so I asked my brother if he heard it, and he also said, yes, Dad's useless. (laughs) (laughs) Before we went to school, we both walked around the end of the house, and yep, it had a big padlock on it. We tried everything to open it, and it wasn't possible. This went on for a long time after it padlocked, and eventually it slowed to only a few nights per week, and then it stopped. Interesting. It's like we're hearing like a timeline vortex or something like right energy imprint of, you know, like the, the fence or like the gate slamming. Yep. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm struggling to breathe. So if you guys hear me taking a deep breath, I'm so sorry. It's like, once again, I'm back to prenatal Missy. (laughs) (laughs) Just what happens, you know, when we have spirit interactions. Very often, it'll make it hard to breathe, get breath, um, collect Girl, when I, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, when I walked into that church the other day, um, I had to go to a funeral um, two days ago, and I went into the church, and I was so nervous to go in there or like the funeral home. And as soon as I got up near the person's casket. I turned to the right to speak to my friend's mother and give her a hug and the strongest ringing in my left ear. I mean, it was like almost deafening. It was so like, I was like, oh my God. And then at one point when I was sitting down during um, the the funeral, um, oh, I still can't breathe. Um, my ears 
it was like they lit on fire, both of them at the same time. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, I was like, I didn't see anything, but Lord knows they let me know they were there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Okay. Oh, God. Like almost worse now that I'm standing up. <clears throat> okay, sorry, guys. Um, This one is from Angie. She said, this happened at my old house. Early one morning, I needed to use the bathroom, so I came out of my bedroom and turned on the hall light. I don't know why. Oh, man. Missy? 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 <laughs> y'all in case you don't know what happened missy all of a sudden just her audio cut out so there must be some spirit activity going on great <laughs> my favorite um okay so i'm gonna start this last story over um this is from angie she said this happened at my old house early one morning i needed to use the bathroom so i came out of my bedroom turned on the hall light and i don't know why but i looked downstairs and there stood Um, an elderly gentleman at the bottom of the stairs. He looked just like a normal human being. He wasn't transparent and he was in color. He was looking toward my front door, but turned and looked up at me. He wore a white granddad shirt, brown braces, which I'm thinking she maybe meant like leg braces or something. Oh, gotcha. Um, Light brown, high-waisted trousers, a thick belt, and boots. I didn't feel frightened or get any bad vibes from him and he was gone and then he was gone just like that. So I went to the loo. <laughs> she called it the loo. That's <laughs> um, and then back to sleep. Every day I'd go and see an elderly lady called Dot. She was a widow and lived alone and we became friends. So the next day I sat in uh, Dot's city room, sitting room, and obviously I told her about my nighttime visit. I told her what he looked like and where I'd seen him. And after that, she said, Angie, go over to my cabinet and get those photo albums for me, will you? Dun, dun, dun. Mm. I have all the chills. She sat looking through the old photos. Then she called me over and showed me one particular picture. I'm just, I'm full of chills right now. I can't even tell you, like my full body. Um, it was my back garden. And standing, having his photo taken, was the man I'd seen the night before. Same clothes, same man. He was Dot and her husband's friend. His name was Marv, if I remember correctly. And he and his wife um, were Dot and her husband's friends. She said they sat and talked about funny stories about them. um, And... The sad thing was Marv's wife passed away in a nursing home and Marv passed away in the hall at the bottom of my stairs. I have no idea why I saw him that particular night. I'd never seen him or felt him before, and I only saw him that one time. As I said before, when I saw him, I wasn't scared. He just looked like an ordinary gentleman standing at the bottom of my stairs in color and solid, but he didn't look like a ghost. Wow. But he wasn't. He was a ghost. Sorry. Wow, how cool. I know. That's an awesome story. That was really neat. Thank you, Angie. And then I have one final one. And I saved this for last because this is your jam. This is like 
slip in time kind of thing. Yes. And she's got two of them. Ooh. So buckle yourself up. Okay. This is Lauren. Thank you, Lauren, for letting me share these. She even, one of them involves a map. Um, I am logged into Facebook right now, and I will promise to post that picture as soon as we're done because I'm logged in my computer and I have no excuse not to. So we will post, I will be posting a map that goes along with the story. Um, Lauren said, this is not a ghost story, but a possible experience. Oh my God, I'm yawning. I'm so sorry. Am I not meant to tell this? All right. It's not a ghost story, but a possible experience of a time travel or she said a rip in time. I've had it happen twice. The first time it happened, I was about 13, hiking through some woods by my house with my childhood best friend. We had been through these woods hundreds of times, so we knew every route in it. Then one summer day, in the middle of these same woods that we crossed every time we go in, we stumble across a steep, soft dirt hill that was never there before. We noticed the sun had gone away, so it looked like dusk, and the woods were like a pale blue shade, but it was only 2 p.m. We climbed up this dirt hill, and on the other side was a steep, soft dirt drop area that had a few run-down or forgotten graves. I walked among the ruins and walked deeper into the woods and came up upon what looked to be like the charred remains of a wooden home and planks. Beyond that, in the distance past some more trees, I could hear rushing water from a river, but we don't live near a river. I walked more toward the sound of the water, and once I got closer to the end of the woods and to the sound of the water, all of a sudden, the sun came back out, the water noise stopped, and I was back on the silent canal road that was just past the woods. I turned back to look for my friend in disbelief, and she was not there. I ran back through the same woods. Everything was back to normal. No rundown graves or charred remains of home. Nothing. I kept running until I made it back to the other side, and my friend was waiting for me at the entrance of the woods. She said that once we went over the hill, she lost me and kept calling for me, but got no response. So she went back to the entrance to see if I were there, then went to my house, then came back to the woods since I wasn't there, and she'd been calling me for 30 minutes. We entered the woods at 2 p.m., and when I came out, it was 3.30. (gasps) Oh my God. That's like a dimensional Mm -hmm. time slip. She walked into a parallel dimension or something. So she must be very open to these things. I don't know if some people are more than others. Um, I'm going to put this out into the universe. I am not. (laughs) No, thank you. Um, My anxiety (laughs) could never. Um, So let's not. Here's this one. It happened the next time it happened, it was in 2010, and I was driving home from Dover, Delaware. I made a few stops before getting onto the highway. I had intended on going into Wilmington to make my way to 95 South. I'm a few hours into my trip, and I noticed I had driven into what seemed like in an abandoned town with very old wooden buildings, very small. I passed the town and kept following my GPS, which led me through farm country. It's a clear blue day with not a cloud in the sky when all of a sudden my GPS goes out, my radio turns to static, and a storm came out of nowhere. I pulled over to the side of the road and waited for the storm to pass. It lasted only about maybe 10 minutes, then it was back to clear blue skies. Still no GPS and still static on the radio, I drove about 20 minutes more and realized I had no idea where I was. 
I was somewhere in the middle of hundreds of miles of farmland and not a single turnoff in sight. I pulled over praying for my GPS to come back on for some or for some miracle to help me find my way out of there. Not even 10 minutes go by when an old red single cab Toyota pickup truck comes out of nowhere from up ahead. I flagged them down and it was an older Amish couple. They had no phone or way to help me electronically find my way, but they did have a world atlas map. (laughs) They showed me where I was and what road to take to get me back to 95. They said, oh my gosh, sweetheart, you are very far out of the way. Surprised how I even ended up there. They gave me the map to follow, telling me if I went past a certain water mill, I went too far. Somehow, I ended up halfway through Maryland and into Washington within a matter of hours. I circled on the map to show where Delaware is. This is talking about the map that she's included. Um, then where Milt Wilmington is, is where I was headed to go to get to 95 and originally where my GPS had me going. And in this third circle we're going to see over near Washington is where she was when she flagged the people down. Once she parted ways, she looked up to the heavens and laughed and thanked them for sending them someone to help. She said, I didn't care if I had been on horse or buggy or ox at that point. I was just happy to have been found. But I have no idea how I got so far out of the way from where I meant to go, nor how I made it so close to Washington without going through Annapolis or Baltimore. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, what's odd about that story, too, is um, that book that I lent you um, that disappeared for a little bit, Slips in Space and Time. There is several stories that talk about people that are like on car trips, basically, that will be super familiar with the area. They've, you know, driven those particular, you know, routes many times prior. And then they'll come up on a time in the trip where this storm suddenly breaks out. Either it's a thunderstorm, some sort of rainstorm, or it's a snowstorm that forces people to either pull over or find some sort of like motel or shelter. Um, and then they start experiencing these weird slips in space and time. They lose time and then they start noticing scenery that's completely out of the way. Or so they weird. Yeah. Or it's like they skip a completely like large part of their trip and get bounced into another area. So it's like they enter some portal and get dumped out in a different area. Once again, no, thank you. <laughs> I I cannot. I do not consent. I don't want it. Nope. To pick somebody else. Me, pick me. <laughs> yes, you you yes. I mean, we've already had like many ones like we went to Matthews and stuff, but no. Oh my gosh, it makes me think of the Versailles incident where they like walked into the garden of Versailles and everything started to look like cardboard. And then they started seeing people in period clothing walking through that didn't match the style of clothing. And it's just interesting. Right. Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for that. I'm going to, um, I'm saving a copy of this picture right now so that I don't forget (laughs) to post it. Yes. These were awesome stories. Great job. They were really good. Um, as always, if you have any stories, please feel free to email them to us or even message us um, on one of our social media accounts because I'm always looking for stories. Um, and obviously, no story too big or too small because we will take them all. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we'll find us on Instagram. Facebook. TikTok. YouTube. 
And email us your stories at theghostiespodcast at gmail.com. Okay, bye.